When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. It's Fall from the South with Steve and Okay, we're back once again with Four from the South. I'm Steve Healy. I'm here with my good friend Fabrizio Capano. How you doing, Fab? I'm really happy to be back in this show that is getting better and better in every episode. The show is getting better and better, and the listeners are responding every now and then. Someone responds to us on Twitter now, so now I know that we're actually getting out there and we're reaching the people. But let's not screw around with that kind of stuff. On this show, we bring you four stories every week from what we call Big Latin America, which goes all the way from Los Angeles, where I am, down to Chile, where Fabrizio is, including uh, uh, New York, where Fabrizio is right now. Uh, We've even gone as far north as Canada. Latin America here is a flexible, mutable, wild concept. concept. It's a construct. It's a construct. We're inventing it as we go. But this one is definitely a Latin American story, Fab. The headline is gripping. It said that... um, Pablo Escobar's, I'm reading the headline from Complex Magazine, but it was um, reported in several places. Pablo Escobar's, quote, cocaine hippos legally recognized as people by U.S. court. So maybe, do you, can you bring us some background? Of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they recognize as people, lot of questions. let's not call them cocaine hippos. <laughs> you know? A lot of questions here. Okay, do you want to give us some background on the cocaine hippos in case people don't know about them? Yeah, so Pablo Escobar was the number one uh, billionaire at the time. I mean, he was, they still don't know how much money he had uh, because of, he was a big, the biggest uh, coke kingpin of all the world. And uh, he decided to have a big house with everything he wanted from, from all over the world. So he started to bring animals, exotic animals, to uh, his backyard and have a zoo. Like, re- remember that movie, We Bought a Zoo? Yes. <laughs> that, it's exactly I, like that. Like everybody else, I don't actually remember the movie, but I remember the idea that there was this movie. The concept. 
and they, 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 yeah, okay. They, so there, there was hippos in Colombia, of course. Uh, in, 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 without this inter interference from this coke dealer, there, will, there was no other way that hippos will get there. So uh, they destroy the environment, creating like a weird, um, I mean, new world where hippos are having kids and babies, and there's more and more and more. So at the beginning, they were like, I don't know, 30, and now it's like 5,000 hippos. Uh, in that area of Colombia. So it's being a big problem. And they're escaping. They're sh like, people are scared of them. And of course, they're also like this new story. They're being protected because people love them at the same time. Yeah, I mean, how can you not love a hippo, at least as long as it's not near you? It looks really funny in a photo. It's funny the idea yeah. that a drug dealer bought a bunch of hippos and now they're just running around and nobody's taking care of them. But it actually is kind of an issue. What are we going to do with these hippos? And Colombia was like, okay, no problem. We'll just shoot the hippos. And then an animal defense fund uh, basically sued in Colombia to be like, hey, you can't just shoot these hippos. These hippos have some rights. And in Colombia non-human animals have the right to bring lawsuits. You can bring a lawsuit on behalf of a non-human animal. And wow. then, but, and then they brought it to the United States. Um, and the U S district court for the Southern district of Ohio recognized the hippos as legal persons. Now, I'm reading the articles and I'm not a legal expert, but, and I think that the people writing these articles in complex and these like in Buzzfeed and various other clickbait uh, places, I don't think they're legal experts either. It's not like the hippos. I don't get my legal info from complex. No, to be honest. No, I don't no. get my. <laughs> no, so you're, we're playing telephone here with some legal information, but basically at the bottom here is just a US court said that, okay, yeah, because these hippos do have some kind of rights, we can compel some animal experts to testify. And basically, the, the lawyers on behalf of the hippos are trying to get these animal experts to be like, hey, can't we just sterilize the hippos? Won't that be as good as killing them? And the court, the court in the U.S. is like, the hippos have the right to ask for some testimony testifying that it's better for them to be sterilized than shot. So it's not like it's that, uh, you know, life-changing for the hippos. I mean, I, I guess it's life-saving, but they're still going to get sterilized. It's not, these hippos don't have it's all the rights of you and I. But it does seem like it's and it also seems like the animal rights people are working on slowly establishing some precedents so animals will have rights in the U.S. court. And they're doing it in small ways. And they picked the hippo uh, cocaine case because, of course, it's going to end up in the headlines and it's a good one for them. So I think as a fan of hippos and people and the legal system, I think this is good. I mean, I like that hippos have some rights. I like that they didn't go too far. I think it would be bad if like a hippo could sue you or something. But um, it seems like th this is good, right? I think that sounds good. I mean, it started very bad with the drug dealer bringing them illegally uh, from Africa. And now it, it establishing a new set of rules and laws uh, to protect them. Uh, and, well, the, the, the thing is, like, there's a there's a whole episode on Radio Ambulante about this. I listened to it the other day. And, you know, like sterilizing hippos sounds like something not easy, but doable. Yeah. It's really hard. It's really complicated. <laughs> Tell me more. So, first of all, these animals are not like just walking around and you can, you know, and they're not like Pokemons that you can catch. <laughs> they're just underwater most of the time. And when they're out of water, they're huge. They're, I mean, they're, they're massive animals. They're yeah. really, really heavy. So, the amount of drugs to put him to sleep, it's 
and it's not like any it's not like crack cocaine you have to like get this specific amount of uh, tranquilizer hippo tranquilizer uh, and uh then it's like, as soon as I have to pay for it, you have to bring an expert. It's not like everyone. And then their their skin is very thick. So get the get the get the needle in the right spot. It's really, really complicated. And yeah. and then the problem is like when they're groggy, like they when they're like when they shoot them, they they, ha- they have this moment when they try to skate back to water, but you have you can't allow that because they're gonna die. They're gonna they're gonna drown if they go underwater. Got you have it. to stop that. It's a very complicated uh, thing to do. And then you have to, like, yeah, of course, um, they can lay down and o- open them. It's like, a, I mean, a, the, the, in this episode of Radio Ambulante, you, you, you can listen to it. They take like five hours to do this surgery for one. Oh, my God. Of this. And you there's, know, a, there's like at this. least 21 of these hippos that are we're, we're working on. And, and, and so it's, this is a lot of money. It's a lot of work. This is not an easy thing to do. But you know what? We have the best people in it, so uh, I don't know. I think it's uh, it's this is good news, but also like it's a lot of work for uh, these animal protectors. And I, I know they're, they're coming from the right direction. You know, they want to protect these animals. Yes. Um, but yeah, once again, this is not this is not an easy task, guys. It's pretty amazing. A small boy, Pablo Escobar, is born in Colombia in uh, 1950 or whatever year he was born. And some uh, 70 years later, there's a bunch of hippos running around and people have to try and sterilize them. And there's court cases about whether <laughs> they have any rights. An ecosystem. <laughs> he just like ruined an entire ecosystem. You know, this I mean, isn't... Imagine it, like the other animals. It's like, what, what, what is What, what is this? What? With the, yeah, the fish that live in that river and we're just chilling and now there's a 600-pound hippo rolling around. It, How you does know, Sometimes you hear about people like, you know, change the world. Every once in a while you hear change the world as like a good motto something people should aspire to you know martin luther king changed the world mother Teresa changed the world a, a lot of people that change the world do something by bringing hippos to the wrong place and he's changed the world no question <laughs> yeah, Pablo Escobar changed, changed the, world. the world there's hippos that never used to be in colombia now there's people having to spend hours sterilizing them that's a change a significant ecological he changed the environment of a continent it's insane i mean i can imagine god watching this and be like well wait what? Why? What's, yes. what's going on with hippos? Yeah, yes. supposed to be what? one of my mistake How animals. Does... I, I I made I made a mistake when I made hippos. What are you guys even messing with? <laughs> Why you guys are getting more and more <laughs> in different parts of the world? This is making sense. I think so. The... Yeah, it's, it's a great story. I love I love this story because it started with a narco and now it's like destroying a whole ecosystem. I haven't seen the show, the Netflix show Narcos. Do they address the hippos in the show? Probably not. It's probably too high. Sadly. Sadly, they don't have the budget. Latin American Netflix don't have the budget for that. It seems a little unfair to me, by the way, that they're always referred to as the cocaine hippos. They, they hippos, so far as I know, have, never touched cocaine. They, they're they all no natural. Connected. They're organic. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting blamed I mean, for yeah. their bosses. It, it was when it started to treat them like as humans. Let's stop calling them the cocaine hippos. That it's would be like if people called my cat the podcast cat. It's like, no, she has nothing to do. With it. Don't, that, that, don't drag honest, her into this. That's, that's more offensive than yeah. the cocaine hippos. <laughs> hey, when something happens to your car, you might say, No! 
But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. So, Fab, I've got another story for you. This is from Chile. We'll take this wherever we can. All I saw, I just thought it was kind of interesting. On Easter Island, um, Rapa Nui uh, is an island uh, some thousands of miles off the coast of Chile, but it will include it in Latin America because it's owned, owned or at least governed by Chile. And tourism is the big business there. It's been a couple of years since they've allowed tourists there, and they recently had a vote, like, are we ready to let tourists back in? COVID, we've got it a little bit under control. It seems like numbers are going down and so on. And they took a vote on Easter Island and they voted resoundingly no. The vote was like 67% no to allow tourists on Easter Island. So as a Chilean, thoughts on this? What's going on? How do we feel? So listen, first of all, the relationship between Easter Island and Chile always been kind of weird because i don't think they feel that chileans right you know why would honestly they're they're not yeah Yeah. it it makes sense uh but at the same time for chile's first it's like or main international icon you know like you see the 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 moais like these big rocks with faces in movies on tv on museums and they're everywhere no one connect them with chile but technically those are like chilean uh signature uh icons you know in a way yeah so it's it's yeah the relevance of, of easter island of course is is renowned by all, all over the planet but and at the same time the only way the island can survive is like getting groceries and food and everything from the mainland so it's like kind of chilean government and the chilean entities are the ones sending them stuff but I mean, of course it's a tiny island yeah. With a lot of like a very specific culture, like Rapa Nui culture is very cool. So a lot of people go there to ruin it. A lot gotcha. of okay. pe- people go there trying to be cool, trying to take the right pictures and like trying to then decide it like, maybe I should move here. <laughs> okay. you know, like, uh, that always happens, doesn't it? It's always part of going on vacation is maybe I should just move here. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have a group of undesirable humans that say like, yeah. We're, we're moving here. <laughs> so then a tiny island, not a lot of resources, more Chileans. Uh, they don't get the culture. They try to like kind of appropriate the culture and kind of like getting a little bit tense. And I think with COVID, it was like, great. 
now we have a excuse to not bring more people to start like you know kind of managing like the immigration process to the island and at the same time yeah we 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 can we can take a break from all this tourism that is being happening and uh, i don't i don't think they can they can, can last for long because once again it's like the main resource they have is like tourists coming with bringing money and spending there but at the same time i get it like right. i there's 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 horrible people like there's there's like horrible famous hipsters in Chile that they really tried to be like the Rapa Nui oh, guy. Oh, okay, got it. I, I'd like to hear more about those guys. I mean, like, because it's not a very big island. Like, I think you can walk around it in a day. There's only one town, right? There's, it's yeah. not like you're moving to Long Island or something. It's it's a tiny little spot. Well, this is what happened during the '90s in Chile. Uh, the the government. Uh, decided to make, and it was a great idea, to to make soap operas with different parts of the country. Oh, okay. So it was a soap like opera that. about yeah. the, yeah, the, the woods in the south, or like what's going on with the miners in the north. And, you know, they, they got it better and better. And then at some point they make a classic one called Yorana. Okay. Yorana, that I think is hello in the Rapa Nui language. Okay. It's a soap opera, so popular, that brought like the, Rapa Nui culture to the mainstream. And after that, even today, there's a lot of memes and people who just like obsessed with this island because of this soap opera. So maybe that soap opera was the beginning of this problem. And of, of course, like every good soap opera, is, it's destroying this planet. And the soap opera is about like people falling in love and there's a new guy moves to the island and whatever. Yeah. Exactly. And there's like uh this like Chilenos to get out of the island, this Chileans like fall in uh, love and it's a it's a But I love the island tale. and then the guy proves that he loves the island somehow by saving somebody and then and the like girl you know what? You, you can stay. Now. You earned it and then they have this is called the Mukatao. This is our big festival and we're gonna honor <laughs> you. I've seen this movie. Even if I haven't seen this movie, I've seen this movie. <laughs> so yeah. Rap- I, I, Easter Island Rapa Nui, by the way, just to put it in some context, it's about 63 square miles and about 7,000, almost 8,000 people. So smaller than Nantucket for our Anglo uh, listeners by comparison. I mean, it's tiny. And they don't want you there. (laughs) And it's pretty clear they don't want you there. They just took a vote (laughs) saying they don't want you there. Maybe they should never open it again. I mean, don't we have enough pictures of this place? Like... Uh, are, are there that many Google, people that are Google. really like they need to go see this, or can we just be like, you know what's I'm there? Sure they got these heads, okay? Yeah. The big heads, exactly. The big heads. Wow. Okay. Well, what else is going on in Latin America? So I have some stories here. Is okay, we're back with one of our favorite characters, uh, Bolsonaro is back in the news. Bolsonaro um, of Bolivia. If I mean from Brazil, Brazil. Uh, oh, Brazil. Sorry, Bol- sorry, Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, Jair. Or a friend, you you know if you if you Google right now Bolsonaro, all these crazy stories will show up. Like you have like three or four impeachments going on. He's doing like these big rallies and you know getting people heated up. Looks like everything is falling apart. Uh, there's uh, a a lot of people saying that he didn't mismanage COVID on purpose, and a lot of people die. So he's he's his fault. And the last information is that he went live. He always loved, like, uh, Facebook Live. I don't Ooh, know why. Wow. He's a okay. Facebook Live person. Okay. <laughs> Boy, no, <laughs> so, just what Facebook doesn't need is another, like, here's what it's used for. Like, spreading misinformation, the dictator of uh, Brazil going on there. 
I mean, I think <coughs> Facebook is thinking about changing their names. I mean, they should change to something that you can't pronounce in Portuguese because this guy's going to find it and it's going to ruin <laughs> it again. <laughs> I should back off on calling him a dictator, by the way. I don't think he's quite a dictator yeah. yet, right? He is He is up for he's election. Not. Even. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he was elected democratically, but he have no intention to follow the rules. Just right. To say right. it in some, you know. He's casual so, yeah, It's casual with the law. So Bolsonaro went live in Facebook and he said that COVID vaccines are linked to developing of AIDS. Oh, um, so helpful. can you imagine the, pre the president of the country that's supposed to be encouraging people to take the 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 vaccines is like saying like yeah 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 no these vaccines are connected and you know some people will get AIDS and it was like what and uh, immediately and this is like when you're when you see like this is like the the the, the problem with the world right now it's like Facebook take it took it down and right. and that make okay. it bigger yes of course yes so so it's like of course they have to take it down but at the same time when you take it down now it's like they're hiding. They're the hiding the stuff. Yeah, you know he told the truth, and now there these big companies are trying to stop us from knowing the the truth. And uh, so yeah, Jair Bolsonaro is now banned from Facebook for ninety days. Uh, wow, he, is, he can't even check his aunt's uh, birthday photographs, and uh, have no idea of his <laughs> cousin his niece's birthday. gender reveal. Yeah, he have no way to watch a picture of him in 1992 oh, at an look, airport. Look at this cat that looks like uh, Baron Hockenden from Dune. He's completely banned from yeah. all those. Uh, <laughs> I hope somebody's printing it out and giving it to him. I'm sure you can. You can have another account. <laughs> you can just open uh, Bolsonaro yeah, with two Banned S from Facebook. Okay, well, I'll just go to a different computer. Not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Banned from Facebook. So, that, yeah, he's 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 going to be back there pretty that, soon. What would, if you were the head of Facebook, what would you... I don't... I, you know, everybody hates Facebook, and I'm among them. I think Facebook is bad and poisonous. It's poisoning everybody, and I don't know really what good it's done except occasionally reminding me when it's somebody's birthday. But what I don't... I also, on the other hand... I don't know what you're supposed to do if you are Facebook. You've created this thing. Half the people of the world are on it, use it at least once a month. What what are you supposed to do? Like, there's going to be tons and tons of garbage on it every day. Everybody's maniac aunt is putting up whatever. Uh, how are you supposed to deal with this? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like, uh, it's, <laughs> the problem with this is like the the way they, they were selling this at the beginning. Like, we want to connect the world, bring right, back communities. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, and then forget that humans are horrible. Yeah. And they'll, of course, they're going to like transform this in a horrible tool. But at the same time, I have to say, like, if I was Facebook, I'll be like, you know what? These problems are out there. Now we have a way to to have data on them. You know, maybe we yeah, have, that's like, a good idea. Lean into the data. Yeah. Now we know. We know where this is. See, this is good because we know that he said that. <laughs> and now we can share this information with the world and like have to find, but like be open to someone else to take care of this problem. Because I think, you remember like they have like the board, like the, the they have like a Supreme Court of Facebook. Yes, yes. Wait, wait, what kind of country is this? What yeah. kind of like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't like the Supreme Court of Facebook dealing with issues. I think yeah. it should be like the UN should be like, wake it in and be like, okay, <laughs> yeah. give me all the data <laughs> We will hire 
like smarter people to figure out this. I don't. If know, you're a big maybe. crazy company that's doing a lot of bad stuff, like the worst solution seems like, don't worry, we came up with a bunch of guys who are going to help us with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, they changing their names looks like. I mean, probably they're not going to do it at the end, but like, uh, I mean, you can't change your name when you're Facebook. You're going to be like the new, the new Facebook. What, how are people going to know not know that it's the same company? When I think about Facebook, here's who I think the winner of all this is. Tom from MySpace. Remember that MySpace? Dude. I know. He, he had the thing. Everybody knows what he looks like. You can picture him. And then he, look, maybe it collapsed under him. Maybe he wanted it to get bigger. But one way or another, he got enough money to be comfortable for the rest of his life. And he does not have to deal with this stuff. And he just walks the earth. And meanwhile, this guy, Mark Zuckerberg, has no choice but to become an evil villain. I guess he could walk away completely, shut it down. Do you think he could? Is there like a switch somewhere where if he want, if Zuckerberg wanted to, he could just be like, you know what? Facebook's a mistake. Turn it off. Or is it gone too far that that, could, that couldn't even happen? I mean, it would be great if there's, uh, there's that uh, technology available at his office. Yeah, you know, like big there's button. like a huge yeah. button there delete. <laughs> just shut the whole thing down. Would there be right any... there all the time. I'm trying to think through if there'd be any negative consequences. I think there'd be a lot of, like, many hundreds of millions of people who would be suddenly very lonely because Facebook is probably their main, like, social outlet. Yeah. And they'd be shocked and upset and they'd probably lose a lot of photos and stuff. And but they will join Truth. The, they, on the other hand, there'd be fewer. <laughs> there'd be no genocide. Like the genocides would end. The the videos of gory accidents, all that stuff would be gone too. So, I don't know, Zuckerberg. If you've got that button and you listen to Four from the South, just think about pressing it. See, you know, yeah, just accidentally, just like fall into it and be like, uh oh, and you will save the world. Also, by the way, you're already like Mark Zuckerberg is already going to go down as sort of a world changing figure. He'll be in history textbooks and stuff, but he hasn't. If if he all, if he then shut down Facebook, boy, now that would but be. The, a, there's ever been in the history of humankind someone like that extremely wealthy that you know figure out something that is like that massive a machine and decided that like, you know what. Just shut it down. It's a bad. It was a bad idea. Never. Give me a lot of money. No. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no way someone will be like, you know what? Let's just stop here. No, people do not really like <clears throat> the people who walk away from enormous power are like the George Washington is one of the few examples I can think of, and we named a city, a state, a whole idea after him. I don't know yeah. of, uh, there's not many other people who are like, you know what? I have all the power in the world and I'm going to just go back to my farm. When something happens to your car, you might say, no! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. 
Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Okay, well, talking about um, misinformation and crazy media and all that, we have here last our last story happened in Chile this weekend. Uh, well, there's a famous newspaper. It's called El Mercurio. It's the biggest one. It's like number one newspaper, always being connected to the to the right during the coup, Pinochet coup. They they were uh, the, the CIA gave the money to to take down uh, Allende you know, to hit pieces and all that. That's all documented. But the thing is, like, during the last couple of years, this newspaper's still the biggest one, but it's kind of irrelevant. You okay. Know? People can forget still, about it. It's, who's still working there? Like, the reporters from back in the dictator days are still like, yeah, don't worry, I'm still on the on the beat. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back. Or like, and young journalists have, are like, you know where I want to work? The dictator newspaper. <laughs> And the problem is, like, they have this uh, this horrible format. It's, like, it's too big. It's, like, hard to read. Okay. You know, it's, like, it's... Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know It's, like, a big, this, tall... Yeah, like, It's a broad big, tall newspaper. Kind of yeah. You don't need that. And the, 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 this weekend, they decided to go with... Uh, in, a, in, a, in a part of the newspaper they, they have every week called Society, they decided to go with uh, the life of the Nazi leader, Hermann Goering, and the problem is, like, they go with this piece as if he was a good guy. They, wow. Or, or just a random historical figure. They're not even, like, a good guy. Figures. Just like, okay. Hey, Here's a guy. Today in society, yeah. let me tell you about this dude. And they, 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 they really, like, went with this piece with his um, uh, childhood, uh, the, the school, uh, I mean, he what he likes, what he does. I mean, even like if you read the piece, you will see that he they they, they talk about like his favorite meals, and everyone's like, "Why? What's the point of this piece?" Okay, hang I mean, on a sec. This is a guy who, even though he like aside from being a Nazi, he's not a particularly appealing guy. <laughs> he's kind of fat and weird and creepy, and that's before you get to Nazis. In, in, in once again, it's like he's not even like the I don't know. They made you made a random piece with no connection with any historical moment to Hitler. Someone will be like, I don't know. They want to just teach you about Hitler. I don't know. They they just like have an extra page today. But why you go with Goring? I mean, it, it's not. It doesn't. It sounds exactly like what you're saying. An old journalist who's still there from the Pinochet years be like, you know what? We we have nothing this week. Let's just talk about someone I just something I like. Dig in the archives. Here's a guy I'm pretty fascinated with with, <laughs> in, with my Nazi role playing group at home. <laughs> All my Nazi friends. <laughs> but you didn't know this about Hermann Goring. What was there anything interesting? It's also like this guy's irrelevant. He's been dead for seventy five <laughs> years. years. Why, why are we talking? Why not uh, Cardi B or something? You know. I know. <laughs> I mean, that's what that was the thing. Is like it doesn't make any sense. And uh, yeah, the page and a half article located in Society section in the headline Hermann Göring, Hitler's successor, contained quotes of Göring himself praising Hitler and describing his meteoric rise and referring to him as a Lutheran marshal. Um, 
So, yeah, the German embassy <laughs> went to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the German embassy in Chile. Usually not a, like, stressful assignment. Just kind of, okay, anything bad happened today between Germany and Chile? No, it's fine. Everything's cool. Another day. Yep. Okay, just uh, flip through the newspaper, make sure, okay, and then we can go to go to, to have a siesta. <laughs> no, hang on a sec. Oh, bad news. The whole newspaper has a huge article about one of the worst villains in our history. Ugh, yeah. Okay, well, I'll better fire up the old Twitter. <laughs> so they, they connect all the all the energy to this old computer and they tweet. Um, yeah, they tweet like, "Hey, this is a great guy," and uh, you know, then it's like, "Does not leave even this like the space to justify or minimize, uh, yeah, the the Nazi regime and the Holocaust." Then the Jewish community of Chile pointed to this tribute as unacceptable. Um, then uh, you have all the UN uh, candidates to presidency going like, hey, you can't just print this. This should go uh, without saying. I don't know why. I, we have a lot of problems here. I'm running for president. I shouldn't have to pause to say that don't publish big puff pieces about Nazis in the newspaper. <laughs> Nazi <but>. propaganda <laughs> on a random weekend. Uh, so yeah, I mean it, that was the, the 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 news this week, and then it, of course today the newspaper came out with a piece saying like we were just wanted to inform population about this. We were we, we didn't expect to sound like we were doing an apology. Uh, I'm we're sorry, and, or bad, uh, or bad. <laughs> but I love the I love I love the beauty of uh, just a guy who works in his job that decided to go with this piece, and it's so I mean ton death tone you know like how you don't even think that this is a bad idea yeah there could have been a little more it's so clearly a bad idea because <laughs> i think of there being a high actually a high quality of journalism and uh you know thought there's a lot of thoughtful magazines and reviews and uh, uh the the writer intellectual is an acclaimed figure in latin america it seems like they could have had somebody do a little better than this i mean if you have space in your newspaper just uh clean the Apostle, you know, yeah. just the same story from last week. Just pick, copy, paste. So a big word search would have been a lot of fun. Imagine if you got the newspaper and there's a huge one-page word search. It's like, okay, wow, that's kind of interesting. Get the whole family nice. together. Ooh, I found <laughs> armoire. Okay, good. A little better than like. Remember Goring? He bombed everybody. He was a Nazi. <laughs> he was a real maniac. Even if it's negative, you're like, boy, he was crazy. It's necessary. Huh? <laughs> So it's so necessary. And once again, if 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 this was in like I don't know, and and the new, this newspaper have a page of like remember horrible f- figures from history. No, this was in society. Society. In so, society. society figures. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, I think there's an opportunity here to realize that you know they could just write about the most popular kid at. Uh, Chilean high school. That'd probably be more interesting, or like a cool guy you see on the street. <laughs> Interview him. I mean, just uh, put your kid to draw an elephant, and yeah. that will be way Kids more jokes. well received. Yeah, everything will be well received instead of this. So once again, El Mercurio failed, uh, and uh, it was shame, public shame, this weekend for their apology to Nazi Germany. <laughs> well, El Mercurio, you're on our fail list for this week on Four from the South. Hopefully, you'll do better next week and. Hopefully, we'll have some more good stories for you next week. Hit us up on Twitter and Gmail, for from the South. We would love to hear from you about what stories uh, you're hearing out there in big Latin America. 
And I'm going to return to my life here in Los Angeles where it's raining for the first time in a long time. What? Here at the extreme northern end of Latin America, pouring rain, which is a great relief. Fab, how's the weather in New York? Okay. Uh, perfect. Yeah, not rain. Let's go with that. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Four from the South is hosted by me, Steve Healy, and Fabrizio Capano. Robert O'Shaughnessy is our producer. Original theme song by Amy Stolzenbach. Four from the South is a production of Exile Content Studio in partnership with iHeartRadio's Michael Tura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. La cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 